0: I'm a
1: polygamist. I did crazy to get into heaven. Hi, everybody. I'm April.
2: Holla at your boy Josh.
1: And this is Sister Life Secrets. Oop, oop. Happy mm, holidays.
2: And Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry
1: Christmas. Happy holidays. Hanukkah. Happy, holidays.
2: Happy Hanukkah. Happy, Happy Kwanzaa. Hol- Happy everything that you celebrate.
1: Yes, happy everything.
2: Happy time for the whole world. Yay! Except for fucking Cody Brown. Except
1: for fucking Cody Brown. <laughs>
2: Fuck you, Cody Brown. And
1: poor Isabel. Oh my gosh, man. it killed me when I heard her say, "You know, he has a lot of kids to think about, but you should be one of those kids, Isabel, and he should be focusing his attention on you." I'm Absolutely,
2: sorry. man. For real. You are not it's a bullshit. step kid.
1: His uh, Robin's kids are the step kids. I don't care if he adopted them or not. Well, they're step kids. He
2: does have some biological children with her too, and those are his youngest kids. But I'm not sticking up for him. But still, Isabelle like,
1: should be treated just the same as any other kid. They as, should
2: all be treated but, equally, and he should be at the goddamn fucking hospital for her. A
1: fucking man. I'm so angry at him.
2: Pisses me off.
1: Um, it I, broke I, my heart to hear her say that.
2: Yeah. It's like, dude, you're really that scared of COVID? This is, like, at least a year into it. You know there's vaccines oh, no. and everything, all that. Yeah, I know that they don't work the greatest, but still, I mean, dude, man up, bro. Yes. Stop hiding behind COVID, I you feel like bag.
1: Robin's holding him hostage.
2: It's either that or he's really that much of a pussy and afraid of COVID. Like, I mean, I understand that COVID's a thing, but, like, we got to live with it. We yes. have to. It's you not to ever going to live. go away. Yes. It's not ever going to go away. And, and pretty part much, of
1: that is showing up for your children. Exactly. You know, your child needs surgery. That's Show not... Show up
2: for your kid, dude. That's Who not
1: playtime. That's important time, Cody. Dude,
2: I would catch COVID ten times to be there for Brittany exactly. if she got sick and had to be in the hospital. Exactly. I promise you I would. No way I'd let All her walk Like, Cody, so along. what? Quarantine for two weeks from the rest of them to be there for your fucking kid, you douchebag.
1: And that's just it. Robin doesn't want him to do that. No. She's not having it.
2: Uh, absolutely not. It's like... This whole episode just proves everything that we've been saying. That Robin is pulling the strings. She's a little... Cody's her little puppet. She's a little puppet master. Correct.
1: Yeah, she is the puppet master. And he is now a monogamous. He's just going about it the wrong way. I'm sorry, but he At yeah, really least he's is. finally
2: seen the light. At least he is finally seen the light. He knows that he knows what we that. are preaching is true.
1: I know. I'm glad he saw the light, but he needs to be an adult and a real man. Not just like this narcissistic gaslighting asshole that goes around huh. you know creating bad situations with everybody but let's start let, let's listen to that clip about isabel really quick all right where she said that you know it, he has a lot of kids to think about it's really sad okay i'm here, down here we go
0: you're not going to become a bitter old housewife
3: because
0: no, your daddy not. didn't do this for you no
1: he has a
3: lot of kids to think about I, it sucks it sucks that it can't be there
1: So, like, gosh, yeah, he has a lot of kids, and he has to think about a lot of them, Isabel, but you are just as important as any one of his kids.
2: Absolutely, man. Each kid should be equal. And this is exactly why polygamy is fucked up, dude. You can't have 18 kids and expect to be a good father. There's no way you can spend quality time with 18 children, with each one of them, and help them raise up to become a good adult and feel secure. And I, I mean, I know most children in these in this world nowadays don't have both parents. I mean, I didn't grow up with both parents. I, you did, but I mean, yeah. it, you know, it's like it's just just how it is. But if you're gonna be a father, motherfucker, be a father, bro.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that part of that is getting insurance for your kids. I died when I heard Christine say <laughs> it took her nine months to get insurance for Isabel to get surgery,
2: bro. Cody has TV money. He's got TV money. He's on TV. He's getting paid for this shit. The first thing he should have done was made sure that all those kids got insurance. I mean, look at us. We're middle class people. We're nothing. We have insurance for our kids.
1: I know. It's important. It's like the most important thing you could do for your kid is have health insurance on them, right? Absolutely. You know, participating in things like surgeries and going to. You know, I mean, PTA meetings and being involved in their lives. You have to have insurance for your children, period. Yeah, if you're going to have a kid, you have to have insurance. Do That's it. That's the bottom line. Do
2: it. And if you're going to have 18 of them, Cody, you better figure some shit out.
1: Yeah, and they've got money rolling in from other places, right? Like, I just saw that oh. Robin has written, like, a bunch of books, which are on sale on Amazon.
2: Are you promoting her right no, now? No, <laughs> I'm just saying
1: that she's she's making money. She has right. income coming in, right? Plus, they just got some loan for hundred and three thousand dollars from the bank, which could
2: who who got the loan?
1: Cody and Robin, and it was like an emergency oh, shit. emergency loan. So they
2: got a hundred racks, and uh-huh. I guarantee that it doesn't go to none of these kids. I mean, well, to help out. Okay, with so there's suspicion that it was
1: used to buy Christine out, right, off the property off Coyote Pass. That huh. way, she can't sell her portion to just anybody, right? right? But you know, I mean, who knows what it was for? But he could have. Hopefully, he used some of it to insure one of his kids. That's all I'm saying. You know, you need to have goddamn insurance. For bet your you children. anything,
2: Robin's kids have insurance. I guarantee I think so, too. it, Robin's kids have too. insurance. That's because they're a
1: married couple, and, you know, married couples tend to do that sort of thing, you know. Not when you have a spiritual wife. Uh, it's a little bit harder to get insurance with her to insure your that's children. That's true.
2: So, but, yeah, it's true. When you're married by the spirit of whatever, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Cody's such a douchebag. He Christine's really is. Cast. This episode has... Yeah, I, I hate this dude more than anything in this world. I really do. Like me I too. I, I,
1: uh, well, here's that clip of Christine saying they don't have insurance. Here we go. All
2: right.
4: Uh, it's been nine months since she told me she was in uh, just pain every day. And as soon as I found out she was in pain every day, I started applying for insurance at that point. And it took this long to get insurance. And then with COVID... And everything everything just took a lot longer, but here we are. And she is now back in the surgery room and we find out in about two
1: hours how the surgery
4: went.
1: Nine months to get insurance, like I can't believe that. You know, Cody's That's a crazy. deadbeat.
2: <laughs> yeah, he is.
1: And what how do mean, those, what do those women do like if their kid gets injured? Like
2: Dude, uh. we've known for how long this kid has scoliosis and this is gonna happen. Yeah. Dude, you got fucking TV money, bro. You're getting paid for these shows. You're getting paid good, right? So you should be able to have insurance for your kids.
1: It's crazy. It's insane to me. But I'm glad the surgery happened. I'm glad she's doing much better. Yay. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Izzy,
2: we're glad you're doing good.
1: I'm glad you have a a good mom that, like, despite all of her challenges with her, Cody and, and the rest she of your family, you. all your
2: step brothers and sisters showing up for you and shit. That was dope, dude. Like, well, I'm they so, were her biologicals. They
1: biological are, sisters, and we'll yeah.
2: half, They got different moms, so that's no. Still... Those
1: were those were her, but her no siblings didn't she well. from. Christine and Cody. Those are the kids from... Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, See, that's they're how all part of informed I am on the show. I just, <laughs> I just
2: know what I don't like. I don't know what I do like. <laughs> I just know that this fucking show pisses me off.
1: The, those are those all Cody's kids showing up in the midst of COVID going, well, if you can't be their dad, we will. And I love that. I love that they did that.
2: I just realized something. What? People must hear us and think like, I sound like some kind of mobster because I have a bus Boston an accent, and they're like, mm-hmm. "What is this dude this, doing listening to this show?" You're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> so completely out of context for me to be watching this shit. It really is. Like, I want to watch skyface and like some gangster movies and stuff. You know what I mean? I, I you know, I mean, like, and I'm watching Sister Wives with my wife. Oh, you love it. No,
1: you complain I love every you. Time. I do I love this for you, too. you. I do this for you.
2: I love you. <laughs>
1: And he loves I, all of you guys, too. I he do. Does.
2: I love our fans, man. Yeah. You guys are awesome. I never would have imagined that this many people would listen to us.
1: I know. It's pretty incredible. It's really incredible when it we really think is. about how many people actually, like, hear our voice around the world. And you guys tune in every week, and we love that. So, thank you. Thank God you so much. God bless you guys, God man. bless you.
2: You guys kick ass. Yes, you do. I'm just trying to be funny. This episode, I'm really having a hard time laughing. Because, like, seriously, like, this just, like, proved everything I've been saying this whole time. He just proved me right. He's a deadbeat douchebag, man. Yeah. My dad was better than him, and I never even met my biological father.
1: Well, and it's interesting to me, like, how he's going about things. So, I really feel like, I mentioned this before, like, he's turning into a monogamous, right? Totally. And one of the ways is he completely picks this fight with Janelle, um... Out of the clear blue. Like, basically gives her an ultimatum. Um, It's either me or the kids. Knowing damn well she's going to choose the kids, right? Because what mother won't choose the kids? Um, But I feel like this was contrived by him and Robin. So go over there and say, Hey, you got to make him leave the house or I'm not coming over, right? Like I feel like this was something that um, Robin put Cody up to to prevent him from actually being able to stay, but.
2: Probably. Here's that clip, let's Let's hear it. Okay,
1: here we go.
0: I'm like literally jealous of people who aren't maintaining any kind of standards of social distancing and stuff like that. Like some of the family are really diligent about preventing exposure and some of the family are really almost lackadaisical about it. I got two portions of my family that I'm not even seeing. You know, I mean my family's basically divided up by thirds in a sense. Christine's traveling all the time. I don't see her almost at all. Janelle's got the boys. I don't see her very often, but the place I'm staying most of the time is at Robin's house.
3: Okay. So Garrison was pre-approved for a mortgage. He has been saving this whole year and has enough to cover closing costs, but he doesn't have the down payment. They don't have
0: first time home buyer type of incentives or anything like that.
3: No. So Garrison has been saving like crazy for a year. And he saved up a good chunk, but with the price of real estate in Flagstaff, he can't really buy a house right now. So he's stock here, really. So about six weeks ago, Cody started to realize that maybe Garrison had more of a social life than he thought he did. So he wanted me to have Garrison move out, but I felt like that was the wrong move. Garrison's been working very hard. I'm just gonna let my kids try to get a leg up because the world's a very different place. So I'm, I'm not gonna kick him out.
0: You, you're behaving, Janelle, as though this is our problem. She's trying to get me to help solve Garrison's problem, because we need him to move out of the house so that we, so that her and I can get back to a normal lifestyle. He—he's an adult. He has to deal with adult things.
3: Why? Well, look, we have always. Done what we could to it's, launch our kids and stabilize them. Yes, I know. Maddie and, and Caleb and in we gave
0: Garrison that launch years ago. Okay.
3: Yeah, but he, we did, he never we never had to help him through school or anything. Like, we got Garrison a car. That was it. He went to the military and did the rest of it on his own. So, like from the very beginning, we had done everything we could, even sacrificing some of our, you know, financial retirement and everything, just trying to make sure these kids were all launched and stable. So this, I mean, the version of us doing that for Garrison is this, like letting him stay here and save up his money for a down payment on a house.
0: He's not willing to maintain the standards that we need for the social distancing, and that's affecting my relationship with you and my relationship with Savannah. So I miss all my kids, okay? But Savannah and Janelle aren't the reason that I have to be away. Gabe and Garrison are the reason that I have to be away. They're making choices that affect the entire family. They're making choices that affect me, but now she's having to choose between me and the boys, and she's choosing the boys.
3: Because I just see you always
0: have a problem with this. I, I can see it in your eyes, your body language, and everything is saying, "No, no, no, my babies get to run my household."
3: Okay, look. Yes, of course. I Don't. think my children are. I mean, they really are the center of my world, right? And we're, I mean, like, I don't know, honey, it's just part of plural marriage. Like your children become. Well,
0: uh, I don't think this has to be part of plural marriage.
3: You know, I guess, I mean, at least for me in plural marriage, I learned early on not to make my world center around Cody. And that was just the way it was. Like it just was part of the lifestyle I felt like. Like, my focus has really always been my kids, because I didn't have a husband that was there every single night. I had a lot more independence. So I had a lot more time to really just focus on the
5: kids. I don't know if there's, like, a, you know, your husband is, you know, before your children, or children are before your husband. I think that they are equal. It's definitely a hard balance sometimes, but I think that it's important to strike.
4: For me, like, I still want to have a good relationship with Cody, regardless of the fact that it's kind of distant and estranged in a way. So that's still very important to me. I don't think that you should have to choose, you know, um, because they're both equally important. Is it more important than my relationship with Cody? Yes, I would do anything for my kids. Um, My kids really have been my companions through my life, honestly. Mm -hmm.
0: Christine's given me an ultimatum like either she's not going to conform to it at all or that, or else we've got to be able to do it in a way that gets the whole family together. So it's either the whole family or nothing with Christine. That's the life that she wants. Yeah, I feel like we're just in two totally different places. No effort to have me around more. Janilla. if, if you want to play Christine's g- game the same way, I
3: get it. No, I, mean, I don't think that's thing. fair to you and me. No, it's not. And I have hated this six or eight weeks because in the middle of that I'm like is this personal does he not want to be here it
0: makes me feel like it's personal Janelle it it makes me realize that in plural marriage I don't matter because Christine's just fine with you do what you do you do you I'm gonna do me she's really been complaining about the lack of either romance or closeness in the relationship for years I can start pouring my heart out with poetry that I'm not necessarily feeling But, you know, that's that's going to be short-lived and it feels like sometimes that's what I'm doing because it's a constant pressure. It's really indicative of our crappy relationship, I guess. But you and I don't have a crappy relationship and yet I'm still being marginalized. She's taking risks with our relationship. So if we have a good relationship, we should protect that. I feel like you're not trying to protect it. I'm not going to negotiate with the kids on this. You're either in and you're complying with our standard or I'm not coming around. I'm a polygamist. I did crazy to get into heaven. I'm going to do crazy stuff to prevent
2: somebody going there early. I have so much shit to say about this conversation. (laughs) You have no idea. Cody, you fucking dirtbag. Uh, Seriously. I would love to slap you. I would just like to grab you by your stupid hair plugs and just slap the fucking Botox out of your face, bro. I
1: feel like she should have taken that rake and just like shoved it right up his ass.
2: For real. (laughs) Just pounded him, right? Dude, Cody, bro, you are like... Seriously, nothing of a man. Oh. Like, you want to kick your kids out, dude? Okay, so they might be growing up, but hit hey, check this out, dude. Them kids are paying your wife rent, okay? Wait. They're taking care of your fucking house, dude. Yeah. They're the man of the house where you should be at, dude. Yay. You're fucking lame, bro. Preach. Seriously.
1: Preach.
2: I mean... Dude, you're acting like you gave that kid a lunch. You bought him a fucking used car, bro. You buy this kid a used car. He spends five hundred bucks on the used car for the kid. <laughs> oh, we gave him a big head up. Oh yeah, whatever, bro. That kid put himself through fucking school. He went to the military. He became way more of a man than you will ever be, dude. Ever. And that and that's like making yes. him feel like self sufficient. So he's like, or I mean, insufficient. It's uh-huh. making him feel insufficient. So he's like, oh, I'm gonna kick my kids out, pick a fight with. Her. He's like, whatever, Cody. Well, you know,
1: I. Hate- how he's like you and i don't have a bad relationship but I me and christine do but if you want to play the christine card huh. yeah like, well, what, what was shit? that shit about she's just minding her own business raking her yard going about her time huh. and he goes over there and just like decides to start shit with her and when it doesn't like when she doesn't agree to kick the kids out which he knows she won't he's like i don't have time for this i'm not getting anywhere and he just leaves like a little baby
2: and right? then he says this little pity thing and he says no, and he says, now she has to choose between me and the boys. And she's choosing the boys.
1: I, well, of course she is. He you know, knew she would. Dude,
2: like I said, those kids are the ones taking care of that house. They're the fucking man of the house, dude. Where the hell are you at, Cody Brown?
1: With Robin. Huh? He's with Robin. Exactly. And you know what? Listen, I believe truly and wholeheartedly that him and Robin are sitting in that house... Okay, there's two things, maybe one of two things going on. Either they're both, like, calculating all this together and coming up coming up with a game plan together. Right. Or she's got him so manipulated that he is so brainwashed by her that he's terrified of COVID. He will truly and wholeheartedly believes that he will never see her or those kids again if he chooses to go to one of the other houses where somebody hasn't been social distancing. So he's afraid. You know, so she's either, they're either both in on it or he's being held hostage. I can't decide which, but yeah, I know this it's hard all to tell. stems really from is. Robin, all of it.
2: All I know is, is dude, COVID ain't that scary. And even a year ago when you guys recorded this, cause we know it's not real time. Even a year ago you had vaccinations and, and, and we thought vaccinations were bulletproof back then. Right. Like we didn't know that you could still get sick when, right. when you know, like we thought that shit was for sure. Right. So like, don't even tell me, dude. Like you, like you're afraid of COVID. You're not. You're afraid of polygamy. Ah, <laughs> Cody's afraid of being a fucking polygamist, dude. Nailed He's
1: like, it. I'm a
2: polygamist. I did crazy shit to get into heaven. Bro, here's the thing, dude. To get in heaven, you don't have to do crazy shit. You just have to be a good person. And you are not. Absolutely, you are not. And I guarantee (laughs) you, dude, those kids are going to grow up and fucking hate you, bro. They are. They don't already, you know? Of course, they do. They know. They see what's happening. Like, he should have known these kids are going to grow up and become men. And, and, like, you bring them into the real world where, like, they're out of your fucking weird cult. Yeah. A good thing they got kicked out of that church. Otherwise, those kids would have been brainwashed, though.
1: I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah. And it's probably a good thing they went public because those kids probably would have still ended up in a really, yeah. they all probably would have became polygamists. And I think in them going public and hearing all of the rants, like from, you know, social media to like news, you know, tabloids to people like us, you know, uh, they hear all of it and they're like, it makes them think, you know, twice.
2: It's true. Especially getting to go out into Vegas and, like, see the real world. Right. And, like, just, like right. I mean, the suburbs of Vegas are, like, a pretty regular place. But, like, you still have, like, more, like, productive thoughts. You don't have this little right. Salt Lake bubble that Utah tends to Correct. live in. You know yes. what I mean? Like, the Utah is kind of sheltered from the world because yes. the main reason in this state, church, the church pretty much runs our politics. So,
1: So, I think they've all, I think all those kids got the best of both worlds, right? Like, I think they all grew up very... Like fundamentally good people like Which they have great. great morals because of their religious background but they also have you know critical thinking when it comes to their lives and like seeing you know they can differentiate like what should jive in society and what doesn't and what's good for your soul and your heart and they see that polygamy isn't good your huh. heart and your soul it's destroying their mom right and it's destroying janelle the other mom you know and like it's just really really it's also ruined mary i mean look what it's done to mary you know so i think really they've watched all of that and they're just like no thank you i'm not doing it right you know thank god thank god because otherwise they would breed more children that would get hurt <laughs> in the process uh. so um Absolutely, yeah. baby. Yeah, no, no <laughs> good point.
2: Seriously. I just still can't get over that. He thinks he should be more important than the kids.
1: Uh, yeah. Like, uh, he really thinks. Oh, how the uh, fuck come does he on, think? Cody.
2: Dude, this is not what I signed up for. This is not the plan. Yeah. This is I'm not. I'm the head is... of
1: the household yeah. in some of my houses. What does yeah. that even mean? What
2: it means is he's the head of the household in one in house.
1: Robin's house, exactly. Like he's not in Janelle's or Christine because they both care more about their children than him. Rightfully so because he's never he hasn't been around full time and the kids have. Like they both said, their kids have been their companions throughout this whole thing. And when Janelle says to him, you know, I think it's just a polygamy thing. Well, don't bring polygamy into this. Well, what the hell else <laughs> is the problem, Cody? Right. If it's exactly. not polygamy, then right. what possibly could be the problem here? Like, oh, God, he drives me crazy. He drives me crazy. Polygamy. Polyga what? There's no me (laughs) in polygamy. That is awesome. I love her. What do we got next up on
2: on the plate anyway?
1: Well, yeah, we've got a couple more clips to listen to. Why don't we play one right now? All right. Okay, here we go.
0: I always saw one of the main benefits about plural marriage is that anybody in the family would never actually suffer real, true loneliness. But the way things have played out for our family that's not necessarily true. My relationship with Mary is not the kind of relationship where I'm going to talk with her every day. And my best guess is, is that her sister wives don't feel like having an interaction with her daily either.
4: You know, Cody and I, Cody and I, oh, Cody and I, (laughs) we had a conversation recently that it just kind of came down to that we're friends, (laughs) which I guess is a good thing. (laughs) It's a good thing. So Cody has said some things to me more recently that leads me to believe that, you know, there's, there's no repairing our relationship. There are days when I get very, very discouraged, but then there's days that I have so much hope.
1: So, Cody has completely thrown Mary into the friend zone and told her there's no way of repairing their relationship. And she's not grasping it. She's like, nope, I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere, guys. I'm staying here. Yeah.
2: And Mary, what are you going to do when you go to try to meet another guy and you say that he's just a friend?
1: Oh. And you say he's just (laughs) a friend. Oh, shit.
2: Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date but you didn't make love? She wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story from the fucking beginning. I was talking to this chick from the plague religion. (laughs) Check it out. She had five moms and a hundred (laughs) siblings. To get with her, you had to have (laughs) a (laughs) hundred (laughs) children. Oh, Mary, you. You you got got a a disease.
1: disease. And, and it's, it's called polygamy what? And it's, it's called polygamy Come oh, on baby you you, you got, got a disease and it's called polygamy <laughs> and it's called polygamy
2: Mary. <laughs> Fuck him being a friend, dude. For real, dude. He's a douchebag, dude. Let
1: him go already. Seriously, man. Walk on. Walk your little feet out of Flashlight. You are
2: better off being catfished than letting this Uh. dude play you like this in front of the whole world. Come back to Utah. For real. You
1: got a better breakfast here. You got family here. You You got children here. Everything you need right here instead of chasing some. Some man, some man. Why would you chase a man anyway? But chasing some man oh, that has—he'll never love you, and he'll never give you what you deserve. So cut the shit already and come, come back, come so back real. to Utah,
2: Mary. When when all this shit happened, we were on your team. We yeah. were, we were on deck for you, dude. We were, we showed up for you. We fucking rallied the troops. We got everybody we were like, "Team Mary, fuck team yeah, Mary." But dude, like you just.
1: It's you're, disappointing. You're not leaving.
2: It, yeah. It's pissing me off, dude. Seriously. You should have left way before, Christine. What, the, what are you thinking?
1: Yeah, I don't know. This I'm... dude
2: is not.
1: And everybody keeps saying how she glows now that Christine's gone. Like, she's happy. I don't know that that's the case. Like, I don't know if she's happy that Christine. Less competition, gone. maybe. Less competition, but, of course. Like... But.
2: What the fuck? Why are they competing over this fucking dirt bag anyway? I, I don't, don't get it, I don't get dude.
1: it. I don't, fuck don't Co- know.
2: Fuck Cody Brown, dude. Fuck he him. He
1: is not... Oh, God. I don't
2: he's get a, it. He's a weenie.
1: I don't he's understand, you guys. I don't understand.
2: Cody's a herb. That, that dude's just a, a fucking lame.
1: <laughs> Cody is a herb. And Mary, you could do so much better. And we've been barking up this tree about you and with you for... For days. Months, years already. Like, oh, just... Let it go, girls. Time to move on.
5: Yeah, we're still uh, doing the social distancing thing. Yeah, it's still the way that it is right now, just with everything that's going on with COVID and with the fact that our family decided not to, you know, be united on this. But, yeah, anyway. There's this weird thing that happens. I feel like a lot of the kids are very competitive and moms are competitive I don't know if it's a polygamy thing (laughs) or if it's just a sense of competition in the family that's been fostered. I'm not really into it. And so height is one of them. Height is one of the competitive points, but there's a million in this crazy family.
2: (laughs) So I thought it was funny how Robin comes out and she's like,
1: Our family decided not to be united in this whole COVID thing. You know, because of COVID.
2: (laughs) Seriously, like the family's not united, Robin. Everybody Uh, is united except for you and Cody. I think the rest of the family's doing just fine in this whole COVID world.
1: Yeah, you were the only two causing the. You're the only two out of alignment here with the rest of the family.
2: COVID is not going anywhere.
1: But no, I guarantee you,
2: your family is.
1: I prom, oh, right? And I promise you that the reason she's saying COVID in such a sarcastic way is she's it sounds tired. Like Cody. she is tired of that being cody's excuse versus him just telling the truth saying hey i just want to be with robin so he's using covid as the excuse when really she just wants him to be honest with them and say hey guess what i found this my soulmate i want to be with her i'm sorry you guys i'd still like to see my children but let's see how we can figure this out
2: you know you you're probably right i remember a couple episodes ago it was either The end of last season or the beginning of this one where she was, like, coaching Cody on how to argue with one of his sister wives. (laughs) Like, she was sitting there saying, no, you shouldn't say it like that. This is exactly what you used to say. And he was like, oh, 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 okay. And then he actually went and fucking said it. I can't. Uh Man, I I wish I knew what the hell I was talking about, what episode it was, because I don't. I'm sure
1: it happens a lot, you know? I'm sure it happens almost every episode. Every...
2: That whole argument you have with Janelle was dictated by Robin. Correct. Garen fucking teeth. But you know what else really hit me, like I thought was funny? How she's like, this fostered sense of competition this family has. This
1: crazy family.
2: This is so fucking crazy. Everybody wants to be taller than Cody.
1: Everybody wants to be
2: just of that. I don't really get it. I don't really get it. But you sat next to fucking Cody that Almost whole time. His lap, by Dude, the way. Isabel is like sitting there sick as shit. She cried her eyes out. She fucking bawled because she can be next to her dad. Yeah. And the one person, the one person... That she does not want to see next to her dad is Robin. Is right up on his fucking yeah. ass. Yep. Everybody social distance in the whole circle.
1: Yeah. He can't go over and hug Isabel, but he can sit Robin right on his lap. Like, That's cut bullshit, the shit. dude. Cut the shit already. That, that
2: says it right there. That tells the truth. That tells the truth to me. If, if you guys don't get that, then shit. Yeah.
1: I'm sure most of you get it. You get fuck it like that. do. Fuck polygamy, man. And you fuck know. Cody Brown. For real, for real. Shit this makes me mad. Is, it's getting tiresome and old watching them hurt the kids. Like, I've always barked up this tree. Like, the thing with polygamy is it hurts the kids, right? It does, man. Like, it doesn't matter what you do in your bed. It doesn't. But don't bring kids into your chaos, period. It
2: plays games with it the heads. Games, it plays games, and now
1: Isabel's gonna have daddy issues the rest of her life because Robin has her own daddy issues, and she's using Cody to fulfill those daddy issues and meanwhile harming... All of his wives, his family, the whole situation, it's its old. It's i I'm getting so frustrated watching so much pain happen from these two. And nobody's standing up to them. Like, when are they going to start standing up to her? And I think next episode they do. It looks like they finally, like, come at Robin. I'm hoping that's true. But I'm really tired of watching Janelle and Mary just... Da, 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 da. I mean, we all know Christine finally said, screw this shit. But I'm really tired of them not... Not putting Robin in her place, I'm sick of it i I'm sick of it.
2: Can I say something? Yes, I want to get real for a second, okay there's some shit i don't I haven't talked to the world about like it doesn't matter. I mean, these people ain't ever going to meet me, so it's not a big deal. But my mom was married to this biker when I was a kid. after she divorced my dad. well, I should say my stepdad anyways, okay. after she divorced my dad, she married this biker named Woody. Fucking douchebag of a guy. You know the story. Yes, yes. Woody's a an asshole. anyways, Woody came to my mom one day. And this is weird that I ended up living in Salt Lake in the land of polygamy. Because he, he, I guess, like, he grew up as his mom, or his dad, there is, he was a polygamist. Okay. So he comes to my mom one day out of nowhere, out of the clear blue, and says, I'm a polygamist and I need another wife.
1: So in order For
2: our marriage to work We need to bring another woman My mother fucking freaked out Of course she finally did Finally left his ass Finally divorced of him Of course she did But guess who she left him for His fucking best friend you know, Okay so he was my Uncle Mel So in Like they were in a in a in an in a MC So <clears throat> I had uh, Un- Uncle Mel it Was always Uncle Mel Because they're bros right So like right. his best and bro Was my uncle club. Yeah Yeah so, uh, Uncle Mel is what it became. And then, he's st- Uncle Mel started dating my mom. Okay, my mom left Woody because he didn't want to be a polygamist. Or because she didn't want to be a polygamist. Okay, okay. But Mel was married. He had a wife named Karen, who was actually my mom's friend at the time. Okay. So, this this is where the story gets fucking weird. My mom left Woody because he wanted to be a polygamist. And she was like, fuck you. But then she gets with Mel, who is married to another woman, who keeps promising her he's going to leave her. Keeps promising uh-huh. My mom was with this guy for like four years, maybe five years in my childhood. Uncle Mel. My, so friend, I, my friends you're... would come over to the house, and my mom's kissing Uncle Mel, and she's like, dude, is he your uncle? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, no, he's not my uncle. But So I want you guys to understand why I fucking get so pissed off at polygamy, dude. It's bullshit. It is. It
1: harms kids. Like It it's does, man. Right. It fucks kids up. It does. It... Next
2: thing you know, they're making crazy podcasts about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, well, they did something right cuz you're a wonderful man and I feel grateful to I love you, your wife. I love you too, Schwab.
2: Mm-hmm. You are beautiful. You're the most you, amazing thing that's ever You're the me.
1: most amazing man too, and I'm grateful that I don't have to live a life full of jealousy and drama and chaos and call it family. That's just that's just horrible to me.
2: I was just sitting there thinking though like why am I like so into the show, and it makes sense. Like I just get right. it. Like it's fucking lame, Keep dude. Can relate like,
1: on a little bit of a level. A I mean, I don't bit. think your like, mom is like an actual. I don't think she thought she was a polygamist. No,
2: yeah. I don't. No, I don't think she did, but she was. <laughs> she know. was a fucking sister wife to Karen, I and like, know. and crazy. they were friends. And here's the deal. Of here's the thing. Okay, every Christmas, I I remember vividly. Mel bought Christmas presents too. You know, he was like a dad to me. Right. He was actually one of the best dads I ever had uh-huh. out of the three, four dads that I had growing up. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he was. He was cool, you know? He, he 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 kicked my ass when I needed it done, but he, you know, like, he was cool, man. He he was actually loving. He was better than Cody. Oh, well, maybe I was just brainwashed, and I was just, like, one of Cody's kids and I actually thought he was cool. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't think Cody's kids think he's cool. <laughs> I don't. Some of
2: them do, you know? No. Some of them do, but, I mean... He, he's he been a good dad to the best he can. I mean, he he's still a piece of shit. I yeah. fucking hate him. But, I, I mean, Mel, like... So here's the thing. Like, I remember on Christmas morning, like, having to wait for Mel to come over to our house before I could open my presents. So he had to open up his presents with his other family before we come over here and open... Oh, and so yeah. I had, to, like, sit there and, like, wait... And it's it like and, fair. and like what do you think what 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 did he tell his wife how is he going to leave on christmas you know what i mean I don't like know. She, they knew about each other they did so basically my mom was a polygamist huh she didn't want to be but she was she finally fucking left his ass when she found out he was never going to fucking leave she did leave i give my mom credit for that she did leave before like it became any worse i mean
1: Well, I mean, all of these brown women need to leave too. They They need to follow in Christine's footsteps and they need to do what's right for their children. You really need to start thinking about that versus your selfish relationship with this dysfunctional Cody Brown and his dysfunctional wife, Robin. If I were Janelle or, I mean, Mary, I guess her kids are full grown now, or her daughter is, but if I was Janelle, I would really start thinking about the situation my children, like Savannah, Is living through and what Savannah is experiencing, and you owe it to Savannah to do the right thing. You do, you owe it to her to be strong, self sufficient. I know you have it in you because Cody's never around, right? (laughs) So, you can be independent, you can be strong, and you can walk away, and you owe it to Uh, Savannah to do that. Um. But yeah, now that we've went off on that tangent. That was a
2: tangent? I'm sorry, I came out of nowhere. <laughs> it's,
1: a, it's a good tangent. I mean, it's useful information. Like, not everybody's raised in a situation like that. So, I mean, it's good to see, like, you know, hear firsthand what it does to somebody. You know, it's not really, it's not yeah. healthy. It's not healthy. Yeah,
2: well, it did fuck my childhood up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't get good grades in school. I was kind of. You know, of I was Of course the one not, kid, because you know? didn't
1: know what was going on and you didn't it's just strange. I've heard before I've heard before, you know, Robin brought up the competition, okay? It's not just in the Brown family that it happens, it happens in every polygamy culture and every polygamy family. And the kids get very competitive with one another because whoever happens to be whoever they perceive as being the favorite mom, those kids then are perceived as the favorite kids as well. Right. And these kids are competing with each other. And of course, they're all seeing Robin huh. and her kids as the favorites right now. And none of those kids should feel like that. None no, of them. they shouldn't. They all 100% belong they to Cody. be a fucking except team. Except for the ones that Cody adopted. Who he's there for more than his own children. Here's the fucking deal. When
2: you got 18 fucking kids, dude, you don't need to be adopting any.
1: No, you don't. you about the
2: ones you already got, you fucking dumbass.
1: Exactly. So we got one more clip for you guys tonight. Well, let's take a look at that. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. I'm
4: pretty sure Christine probably stays right by your side all the time, Cody.
0: Christine was there perpetually. You know, when you're nursing somebody back to health, you need breaks, too. Somebody else needs to come in and bear the burden. And so Christine hasn't really had any relief because I haven't been there to help her. So she's, she's in a good mood now because she's... Because
4: she's with you guys. She's miserable. She puts on a lovely
5: bright face for people, but
0: yeah. no, it's awful. That's uh, really hard.
5: I know that she'll get to the point where she's grateful she got the surgery, but that's not happening yet. It hurts too much still. It hurts worse than it ever did before.
0: I'm so glad we found this alternative surgery. If all the effort, all the struggle and all the years of what we paid for therapy and the travel and all the exercise for nothing else other than doing this surgery in lieu of the rods was so important. Yeah, I'm saying we, but it really was Christine that did all of this. I was saying we more in, in reference to, you know, sort of the family supporting her doing it, but she really did everything here. So, um, as sad as it is that she's in pain...
5: Yeah, it's awesome. We're so grateful.
0: I I just want the best for my little girl. And I want her to be happy and pain-free. And hope that those are the results we get here shortly.
2: Seriously. This is what, what Cody says. Christine has to bear the burden. Because I can't help her. I know, huh? Seriously, you can't help her, Cody? You can't even lift a damn finger to help your daughter? Seriously, that beautiful child just went through the most abrasive surgery a person could possibly go through. They collapsed her lung, they split her ribs apart. She's got... A gnarly ass scar, which she's proud of, and she's taller than you, which she's probably more of a man than you'll ever be. <laughs> and I know that he's way mas- emasculated by that. Is that the right word? Uh-huh.
1: I love it. I yeah, absolutely I know. It's awesome. love it. But
2: seriously, dude, you're punk, Cody. You're yes. just a punk, dude. You're not a dad. You're not even a man. You're just you're just a dude that abuses women. That like uh, you think like this is what he says. He goes, this is not what I sign up for. I was supposed to be the head of the household. It was supposed to be me. I was supposed to be in control. (laughs) I was supposed to be the man. You were supposed to obey for Cody Brown. Fuck you, Cody Brown. That's what I say. (laughs) Seriously. And and he's like, I'm so glad... We found this surgery. Like, oh, yeah. I know. I know. You didn't
1: find anything, Cody. He
2: he did, like, come back and say that it was all Christine. But seriously, to even say that, dude, like... To
1: even insinuate it. Like, seriously. You you seriously think that you have been father of the year and that you're doing Christine a favor so she has to deal with this all on her own and it makes her stronger. You know what? You're a jerk. You are just a flat-out jerk. I... I hope something terrible happens to you and your your karma bites you right in the ass one day so hard, so freaking hard that you lose everything, everything.
2: And, and I just remember at the end of that clip him saying, as sad as it is, she's in pain. But he's like laughing when he says it. He's like, as sad as it is, she's in pain. <laughs> and he's sitting next to Robin. Ugh, fucking right next to him when I he know. says it. I know.
1: It's so disgusting. It's disgusting. He is disgusting.
2: Fuck you, Cody.
1: I can't take it. I can't. can't. I cannot wait for next week's episode. I can't wait to watch them attack Oh, man, Robin. they're going to
2: put Robin on the spot. I can't wait to see this. She's I on wait. the
1: chopping block. I can't wait for these ladies ooh, to finally ooh. stand up ooh, for
2: themselves. All right. <laughs> hey, you guys haven't made Christmas, huh? Um... um We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Ow! Ow. Bye, guys. I love you guys, man. And we're out. Peace!